Joe Prano, you're leaving this week for the lovely state of Colorado. Where can the Dirtball fam see you? First and foremost, Aspen, where the beer flows like wine. I will be at Aspen Laugh Fest. Two shows, Friday and Saturday, both Apre ski shows, I believe 3 and 4 p.m. respectively. Um, I'm doing one show co-headlining with Dusty Slay. Uh, another one's a larger bill. So come see those. If you're anywhere near Aspen, Aspen Laugh Fest, ridiculous. The GOAT is headlining on Thursday night. That's right. Nor there, you know, you know Thursday show. Yeah. Get back home for the weekend there. And a bunch of great shows. And then uh, Sunday, I'll be in Boulder for the two shows at the Boulder Comedy Show, which is at an amazing beer garden in Boulder. And then Monday, almost 100% sure at this point, I'll be at Comedy Works in Denver. Tuesday, hopefully Comedy Works Denver again. That one's TBD. So if you're in the Denver area, uh, go to that, get tickets to that Monday show. Uh, our boy, former guest of the show, I believe the original guest host, Brand Tobler, uh, hooking me up with the, that Monday show. And then uh, also Valentine's Day is for suckers is still available every place that's streaming. Things are available. This will be the last time I plug Valentine's Day is for suckers because if you haven't listened to my tracks on that yet, you're dead to me, basically. I mean, how hard is it? Just put it in your stupid streaming service and listen to my fucking two tracks. Two tracks? Two tracks? And also, rate, review, subscribe on iTunes. Drop an, drop your Twitter or Instagram handle. Get a follow back. And also, subscribe to us on YouTube. So much content popping out these days. You don't want to miss anything. We've basically agreed to start doing old school rabbles. I wonder if we can trademark rabble as our thing now that rabble's dead. Maybe we take the word rabble. Nah, I like, I, I like just saying going live. Going live? Going live. Old school. We're going to do, do more often. We did it on... All Star Game, and and it got you got got you fiending for it again. I saw you're like, I like this. It feels good. Yeah. So make sure you subscribe to us on YouTube. That way you get the alert whenever we do go live or drop a new video. You know what we should do, Andy? Is this the show or the actual no, pre-show? This is, this is the pre-show. I like putting things in the pre-show so that people don't skip the pre-show. I also like doing a long pre-show so if somebody tries to skip the pre-show, somebody tries to hit like 30 seconds, 30 seconds, it's still in the pre-show. So I like this. Here's an idea. I think we should do a surprise live. We should do an unannounced live YouTube stream solely to promote the idea that you should go onto YouTube, click the button, and sign up for notifications. Like, I want people to miss it. I want people to miss it and not tweet about it and not know. And be like, hey, okay, but I didn't know. Because you didn't fucking subscribe on YouTube. Yeah. Everybody's a Gmail account. If you have a Gmail account, you can subscribe. And if you don't have a Gmail account, either well, get one or take your own life. I mean, I'm just saying. <laughs> I mean, it's 2020. Yeah. 2020. Get a Gmail account. But that's my new line. I love being. It's, it's 2020. Yeah. When somebody's outdated on something, it, it's 2020. Get with the times, people. It's 2020. If you're still using Yahoo, I mean, what's uh, happening here? Figure it out. What are we talking about? Yahoo. All right, guys. Let's start the actual show. Welcome to, welcome to the Dirty Sports Podcast. Welcome to the Dirty Sports Podcast. 
with Andy, Ruth, the Angel Prano. Welcome to, welcome to the Dirty Sports Podcast. Welcome to the Dirty Sports Podcast. I am your host, Andy Ruther, coming to you live from the Smut Studio in lovely Venice Beach, California, with my co-host, Joey. No chill, Prano. Good morning, Andy. Happy Monday. Happy President's Day, yeah. Joseph. You know, kind of sad it's President's Day, not going to lie. I have a lot of things to do before I hit the road on Thursday. Today was literally mail day. I have so many things to mail to different people. Ah. Mail, post office closed today. Forgot about that. Yeah, in honor of George Washington's birthday. Yeah. Old, the original. The OG Prez. The, the original GW. Yeah. Yeah, I totally forgot, and I actually I had sent some things out myself, which I'm just realizing will be delayed. Put them in the post office uh, mailbox on Saturday. I am going full dope uncle. I have I have a bunch. I've gotten a lot of hats over the years as gifts, and you know me. I'm a I'm a flat brim baseball hat, high you know, high profile kind of guy. I have, I must have in my apartment, and this is paring down, especially when I left New York, and then another pair down. I probably have 75 hats in my apartment, and I I have so many that are unworn that I will never wear. I literally went into a box. I was like, look at all these unworn hats. So I'm just putting like 10 brand new ball caps into a box and shipping them to my nephew and just being like, dog, you're welcome. Is it your birthday? No. Is it Christmas? No. It's new fucking hat day, dog. How big is his head to fit your hat size? Well, that's the thing. I they're not they're not fitted. Okay. Cuz I wear uh, basically I don't wear a ton of snapbacks. I wear a few. There's a couple of snapbacks that make my cut. Um so I have a lot of snapbacks that I'm just never going to wear. We got some snapbacks from Germany. Yeah, those are dope. A German dirtball. The kit. German the uh, the Hornberg Hornets. Kev from Germany, shout yeah. out to Kev, sent you a baseball team all the way from Germany. It was, uh, I didn't understand why I received this package, but shout out to him. He sent me, um, it was three t-shirts from this German baseball team, three hats from this German baseball team. Uh, he also sent me a uh, soccer jersey and a bunch of German candy, like a bunch of like proper gummies. Like, I, like I think actually made in the Black Forest or something like that. Yeah. And uh, I didn't know why. And apparently he was one of the people that took me up on the the Cavs will win uh, two less games. Like, remember, remember the uh, Michael Jordan left the Bulls? They only won two less games. I said anybody that wants to bet literally anything on the Cavs not winning two less games than they did before LeBron left, and he took me up on it. And uh, so he was drunk. Yeah, yeah. But a, a a few people took me up on it on like the premise of like I want to support the show and I'm into the action and you guys never take bets anymore. So when I opened that up, yeah. Uh a couple of people jumped on it and I'm pretty sure that was the thing cuz he said like a bet's a bet and I was like when's the last time you made a bet? But anyway, shout out to him for sending us that cuz it was definitely not all of those things in the bet. Sure. And so he he went above and beyond. And the Hornberg Hornets. Like the name. They're dope. It's like yellow and black. The hats are dope. The t-shirts are dope. 
Yeah. Um, I he, he sent a couple different sizes. I sent a few T-shirts over here. I don't know if Bilbo is going to fit in a small, but, you know. Bilbo probably will. I feel like Bilbo will. We, 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 we got to talk about Bilbo's outfit that you put him on blast for yesterday. I was going to say, we, we need to find some clothes for Bilbo because if you're not following us on Twitter, I don't know what you're doing, but follow us on Twitter at The Dirty Sports because you will see a 45-year-old dad outfit. Yeah. Bilbo dresses precisely like my high school teachers did on, like, casual day. Yeah. You know? Or like, or you you caught them. You you're walking around the mall on a weekend, and you and you run into your teacher that you only ever see in like teacher gear, and they're in like tevas and shorts, like a Grateful Dead T-shirt. It's all about comfort. <laughs> Let, let's describe your outfit. We went to Trader Joe's the minute the NBA All Star Game ended yesterday. You were in tevas. It was 55 degrees out last night. Yeah. You were in shorts. I mean, that's dad mode too. So the shorts I actually wore or actually a swimsuit that appear to have a khaki material, but it's not khaki. It's 100% swimsuit material. Okay. The zipper is broken because I got them in probably 2014. Khaki's a color, by the way, so you're good. Yeah. It is khaki. Yeah, well. It's just not. It's just a swimsuit that's khaki. It's khaki color swimsuit. Khaki swimsuit, yeah. yeah. I just didn't want people to get confused with the khaki material. Is that a material, too? No? It's just a Ka- color? Yeah. Not all chinos are khakis, right? Yeah. You know that whole bit? No. Was that was that a Seinfeld or was that like a Mad About You? I don't know. Something back in the day. Anyway, yeah. So I got those shorts on, swim trunks, um, a Converse T-shirt tucked into my shorts that have the broken zipper, and then a Converse. Yeah, and, hat. and you're tucking in your T-shirt. Yeah. Well, that was kind of too. The the zipper's broken. The zipper's so, so broken. I, so is, I this 100% your, is this your only to. swim trunks? No, I have multiple pairs of swim okay. trunks. To drop this thing off at the Venice Cleaners, get your zipper fixed, dog. Well, we have a washing and drying. We have multiple washing. I'm saying to get a zipper fixed. Oh, okay. He needs to fix that zipper. Yeah. We're we're good. You're just walking around. So you knew the zipper was broken. You're just walking down, gate open. Yeah, so what? (laughs) This guy. I I got to go to the Venice Cleaners today. Trader Joe's, you know? I got to go to the Venice Cleaners today to drop off some stuff. Give me your shorts on the way out. Well, I'll drop it off for you. We'll get your zipper fixed. Look at us. This is turning into My Two Dads. A great show back in the day. A great Paul, Paul Reiser also on that one. And uh, Stacy Keegan. How about that? How about me going deep on that one? Is that the girl? That Was that the girl's name? Who was also on Step by Step. Yes. By the way, she's, she's pretty attractive. I would have never. I don't think I've ever known her name. Yeah. Stacy Keegan. All right. Paul Reiser. The knockoff George Michael was the other dad. <laughs> and then do you remember who was like the name? You know, do you remember who ran the restaurant downstairs? No. Refresh me. Dick Butkus. Oh. Butkus was on My Two Dads. That's right. And And basically the whole premise of the show is that some girl – Got filled up by two guys. Didn't know which was the dad. Filled up. Like, got them, like, basically, instead of getting a paternity test or whatever. Did Maury Povich not exist back yeah, then? Just was like, Paul Reiser and knockoff George Michael are going to raise this kid together. And then, like, the, obviously, like, just like Three's company was like, well, are you guys gay? You know, like, the whole joke is always like, two dads, huh? Like, Yeah. And it's like, no, nah, we're just. It's basically three men and a baby, and and they rightfully cut out Gutenberg. Oh, leave leave Steve Gutenberg out of this. I mean, in a three, if you let, let's just can we just talk about let's we got to do a deep dive on three men and a baby here. We got lots to discuss. I know, today. but hold on, let's just talk about this. So, you're a chick, 
in in three men and a baby it was whose baby it was it ended up being ted danson's baby right i don't even remember or i don't remember whose baby it was but anyway you're this chick and you're getting around with like this gang of dudes danson Selleck, and gutenberg the fuck are we talking about like gutenberg was hot for a minute man police then, academy yeah i mean he was hot as an actor he wasn't hot as a person Talk about going slumming. You're like, yeah, Saturday I fucked Ted Danson. Sunday I fucked Tom Selleck. Tuesday I threw Gutenberg a bone. <laughs> hey, the goot. He gave her the goot. Watch Three Men and a Baby. That's another one we could add to Nick's 80s list. Yeah, again, not a must-see, but like, it's a fun-see. It's a fun-see for the, uh, the dead kid. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And also, I think Nick will appreciate Ted Danson, and it has like a... Uh, doesn't he have like a, a library of like old basketball games on tape? Yeah, and like you said, the the great thing about the supposed dead kid that was shot, the ghost. There's a ghost in Three Men and a Baby. There's a ghost in it, so it's pretty cool. Uh, but we're talking about Three Men and a Baby paternity test. The only natural segue is to talk NBA All-Star Game. New format. Now we did we did let's before we get into the game, I know a lot of people did tune in and shout out to everybody who tuned in to the live broadcast of the three point contest and the dunk contest. If you didn't tune in and you missed it because you don't know, you should probably subscribe to us on YouTube, hit that get notifications button so you don't miss that kind of thing. And rewatch it. Uh it's on YouTube. We, we should, yeah, rewatch it. Qu- quick recap though. Uh the dunk contest was a sham. Really, really, really big shit. And not discussed on our broadcast, but came out after the fact, Dwayne Wade rigged the dunk contest. Yes. There was some sort of agreement after uh, the Jones uh, 48 that there was some sort of, there's discussion, there's been some sort of unwritten agreement that they were all going to put their same scores and cause another tie, forcing a basically either – I think forcing the NBA to just call it off and give them both a trophy. And instead, everybody did their part except Dwayne Wade, who threw a fucking nine in there and gave the trophy to his Miami Heat boy. Undeservingly. And, uh, and again, like we said on the broadcast, Jones shouldn't have even been in the finals in my – in my uh, opinion, because he clearly pushed off of Bam when he did his first dunk and was overscored by Dwayne Wade. So Dwayne Wade rigged the dunk contest. Yeah. Dwayne, here's the thing. Hey, Aaron Gordon. <laughs> relax, Bilbo. Aaron Gordon deserved it. He had, if you look at overall... He he got four straight fifties. That's what I'm saying. But also the strength of his dunks, the the difficultness, all those difficulty. factors, difficulty, yeah, of the level of the dunks. Yeah, I don't know how he doesn't win. And and, and this it, is the second time he's been. Right. I actually thought the the Levine Gordon dunk contest that that was more of a matter of an opinion. This one, he was straight up robbed. And it leaves a sour taste in everyone's mouth. He said he's not doing it again. That's what, exactly. There's your sour taste. Yeah. Why should he? And I like, I, I'm gonna put it out there. I'm not gonna name names, but I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you because I know you're listening. 
I did have some Miami Heat fans. I saw some Miami Heat fans after I went through and looked in our YouTube comments. The people that are defending airplane mode and the people that are defending the scoring and the people who were like, you all, if, you had, if you had been in my Twitter mentions, you'd be blocked. Well, here's the problem. Not that Jones, had a, bad, not that Jones had a bad performance because uh, Jones had some amazing dunks. But again, to allude But to again, what, shouldn't have been in the finals in the first place. Exactly. And to go back to what we said during the live broadcast, you can't give 50 so early. And this is the problem that the judges did, was that they gave 50s so early in the contest that once you've hit your quote-unquote glass ceiling, you can't go above 50. Yeah. So then when dunks are better than the original 50... The and, whole thing's ruined. And Gordon made a great point. He said, we are told that this is a four-dunk competition. I did four 50-point dunks. And then I'm still – not only that, not only did I lose, but I still had to do more dunks. Yeah. I mean, uh, again, I will say I thought Pat Connaughton should have been in the finals. I think his dunks in the first round were better than Jones. Dude, um, he, he came out, white men can't jump. But he also didn't push off somebody. Yeah. And I get that Bam is bigger than Yelich, but don't jump over somebody that, again, Gordon jumped over Taco Fall, didn't, he, he like we talked about on the broadcast, he, his dick hit him in the back of Taco's head. Yeah. But he didn't push off him. Sure. The push off, to me, a, a clear deduction. I also learned this. Can, th- this can be the Pat Connaughton slurp portion of the show. Did you know he was a very high Orioles draft pick? No, I didn't. And he had, and he was like a legit pitcher. Like he threw hella hard. He just looks like, like an athlete. He's like uh, like uh, Ian Happ was in uh, on Twitter replying to somebody saying like he's the greatest athlete he's ever seen. He just looks like an athlete. I mean, can you imagine being like a fourth round? Pitching prospect throws in the mid '90s for the Orioles, and being in the NBA, and being in the dunk contest, all whilst being white. Yeah. Pat, I'm, I'm, this is a Pat Connaughton slurp hour. It's the greatest achievement for the white man. Yeah, yeah. Notre Dame represent. Yeah, that Irish blood, huh? Yeah, and get screwed by in racist Chicago. I have an idea to fix the dunk contest. First of all. We just have to implement. have at least one white judge, or to be we, fair, let's just have only former slam dunk champions can be judges. Okay. Second of all, you only get one ten. You can only give out one ten the entire time. Once you use your ten, it's over. Mm, I don't and like about, that. How about one ten around? One ten around. I, I'm cool with that too. You know, we can we can kind of work this thing out, work out the kinks as we go. But once you limit the amount of times that you can give out a perfect score or a ten. That puts a lot more emphasis on great dunks. Yeah, I, like I said, you got to leave some room for improvement. Exactly. Like you've got to leave some room of saying, "This is, this is the best dunk." When you when you give a guy a ten, you're saying nothing can top that. And then Aaron Gordon comes and goes off the side of the backboard, one hand catch, you know, three sixty tomahawk. You go like, oh man, this uh, I really, really wish I had an eleven right now. Well, you know what we need? You know how they have the next gen stats for football that they always show? The Amazon next gen stats, and it shows the level of difficulty. Yeah. We need some real time. Let's get it, keep it factual. 
next-gen stats. So if you're going to tell me throwing off the backboard and show it is more difficult than something that Jones did, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. Like, because I think the eye test, it's obvious, but it clearly isn't. I mean, Common was just reckless. The, 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 Common was reckless. I, I said during the broadcast, Common is a racist, and I believe that. I truly believe Common is racist. Uh, Dwayne Wade, part of a... Uh, you you toss it around too lightly. Common, like, blatant racism toward Pat Connaughton. I think he threw him an eight after he jumped over Yelich. But why does it always have to be about race? Well, what's the other reason? I don't know. He's why just, did Connaughton... Why did he... Why was Jones shoving off a guy's shoulder a nine to Common and Pat Connaughton, without the ball in hand... Jumping over a guy, grabbing the ball, and going up two hands and eight. I don't know. You know me though. I don't. I don't like to just throw it out there. Well, that's Common's fault. Like, you know, don't be like. It, it's like Common held the door open for for a black guy entering the bank, and then let the, the white guy get hit in the face with the door. Like, hey, man, maybe there's a lot going through your mind here, but on the surface, sure seems like you're a damn dirty racist. It also, Dwayne Wade rigged the dunk contest. So two of the – how many judges were there? Five? Two of the judges right there, suspect. The first two guys, suspect. Candace Parker dunked once in her life. What are we doing here? Scotty Pippen was the only guy qualified to be on that fucking panel. Who was the fifth judge? Wakanda. Yeah, Jesus Christ. Chad Bozeman. Chad Bozeman couldn't dunk if he was Black Panther. That's 5'6". <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I do like Nick's idea of making either for all former dunk champs or at least all former NBA players. Also, we had Dr. J and Dominique there. Yes. Did they not want to do it? I know Dr. J's been a judge a lot. Yeah. But if you're going to have those guys there and then not have them do it, a little ridiculous. It's also, like having like an athlete be a judge on American Idol, you know? Yeah. It just doesn't make any sense. You, yeah. like, all, the only judges on American Idol are just like the singers who are have proven themselves as, you know, well-known in the industry. Yeah. So it only makes sense. Also, have somebody who like like have worldwide wab a judge. Have somebody who lives and dies by the NBA. Like how many how many fucking, you know, NBA games is Chad Bozeman watching a year? It's a good point. You know? Also, have a fan vote. We can so quickly get immediate fan fan reaction. Yeah. Did you do it on fucking The Masked Singer? That's right. Right? There should be one voter or one judge who's representative of black Twitter. Yes. So you need like a, a, a official black Twitter correspondent to be up there. Robert Littell? Ooh. I feel like Robert's pretty fair. Robert Littell, Black Sports Online. I like it. Robert Littell, Worldwide Wob, Dominique, Dr. J. Did we just fix the tongue contest? Yeah, I like it. And, and the fans. And who That's else? That's the five. That's the five. And a fan vote. And a fan vote. Boom. And it rounds to the... It rounds to the closest whole number. Yeah. What about decimal points? Can we implement decimal points in there? No. It gets too complicated. No, no one wants to do math. Okay. No, no, right. no, nobody wants to do math in here. I mean, half points, I think, would be okay. Right. Right? 
Yeah. Half points seem fine because then you could give out nine and a half right. instead there, of having to choose between nine and ten. Yeah, there's a dunk between them. But anyway, somewhere. the dunk contest was a sham rigged by Common and which, which, Dwayne which Wade. stinks because, again, there was some, um, I'd say across the board, there was some, minus Dwight Howard. Dwight Howard was hot trash. And he got a 49 for yeah. catching an alley-oop. Minus Dwight Howard, I was overall very impressed with all the dunkers, to be honest. Mm-hmm. And I feel across the board, the athleticism was completely on display. It was fun to watch. But again, it leaves that giant sour taste in your mouth when Aaron Gordon doesn't win. Plain and simple. Yeah. Now, the actual game last night was very interesting as well. I liked the new format. I was a huge fan. I liked the quarter scoring uh, for charity because you could even see... Um, the first two quarters were split, and they were both semi blow like blowout for quarters, right? There, I think one was like a nine point victory, and one was a whatever. But you could see in the third quarter, which ended up being a tie, they were getting strategic. So it was like it it made the opportunity. Like I said, the first two quarters weren't close, so they didn't have. But it 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 gave an opportunity for if you're getting close, it's almost like. Theoretically, you could have four end of game situations. Yeah, which I liked a lot, and they showed the kids there who were with the charities that the blah blah blahs were involved with, and I was I was into it. Um, I know you tweeted, and many people tweeted that they did not like that the thing ended on a free throw. I actually did not have a problem with that, and I tweeted just like in uh, pickup basketball. A lot of times when you need one basket to win the game, the smallest little fucker out on the court just starts fouling everybody, a.k.a. Kyle Lowry. And so why shouldn't you be able to win on a free throw? Now, my the only good argument I saw for that was if it's game point situation, fouls should take – if you make a free throw, it should take a point away from the losing team, for away from the fouling team as opposed to giving a point – to the team, so instead of winning on that free throw, uh, they would have just taken a point away. But I don't really like that either because it that if that had been the situation, it would have given the other, it would have given Team Giannis a great chance to win the game. Well, you have to admit, at fourth quarter, with the new model of them playing to one fifty seven, it felt like a game of twenty one. It was awesome, right? Le- LeBron's team had to significantly win the quarter to win the game. No, but I'm not even talking about that. I'm saying when it came down to the last few minutes, yeah, which dragged out for about 20 minutes. Yeah, it was like a, it was like a pickup game. People were just jacking threes. Yeah, LeBron, team LeBron. LeBron shot that one from that was ridiculous. Like 45. I loved feet. it, but it was ridiculous. It was a reckless move. Can we also talk about Nick Nurse keeping Kyle Lowry and Siakam in the game the entire four? Like Trey Young was voted a starter. Trey Young's better than Kyle Lowry. Like Kyle, the only reason Team Giannis lost that game is Kyle Lowry was taking fall away mid range jumpers throughout the fourth quarter. I mean, talk about playing favorites. Yeah, get the fucking Raptors out of there, dog. Yeah, I agree. I liked Team LeBron's fourth quarter uh, lineup way better, and uh, I think the I think the correct team won. Nine going into the fourth. Yeah. What What was it, Nick? So Team LeBron trailed by nine going into the fourth. They outscored Team Giannis thirty-three to twenty-two on forty-two percent 
field goal percentage to 26. This is just a major choke job by Team Giannis yeah. in the fourth. Because Nick Nurse left fucking yeah, Kyle you, Lowry out. Yeah, you can't have Kyle, Kyle Lowry in there. I said in a tweet or in a text exchange that you and I were having with Tug yesterday, the, the last few minutes of the game would have been greatly improved by Kyle Lowry and Chris Paul walking off into the sunset together in a, to have a small man's, you know, candlelit dinner and letting the rest of those guys play four on four. Yeah. I mean, props to Chris Paul for catching an alley-oop during the game, but him and Kyle Lowry were pretty miserable down the stretch. I liked it. I agree. I I, I think the, the playing to 157 and, and the winning by quarters, it changes the whole game, obviously, and, and it made it more enjoyable. It was way better. Bilbo was standing. I was eyes glued. I'm surprised you didn't take a picture of me. And I made this claim early on in the beginning of the fourth quarter. This is the most. This is the best game, All Star game we've seen in decades. And yeah. R- R- Ruther was calling me out for this well, until well, the end of the game. Well, hold on. This is what, this is what I said side. to him. This is what I said to him. I didn't get out fully understand. He likes to make blanket statements. Yeah. Well, he was right in this one. It's just. Decades. Little Wayne's a top five rapper of all time. <laughs> this is the best All Star game in decades. You know, Fat Burger is the greatest hey, you know, burger you... ever invented. Like he he makes blanket statements. What's the last significant All Star moment that you remember? I don't really care about All Star games, to be honest. There is really none. You don't really have one that really comes to memory. But yeah. this is going to stick. Magic for a Johnson. While. Magic Johnson playing post AIDS retirement, a- HIV. Sorry. Uh, HIV retirement is the last great, great all-star game moment. Yeah. This was the best all-star game in decades. And even in the past, the all-star game, when it has had significant, fun, interesting moments that were worth watching, they were always some sort of propping up of a player in their hometown or who had retired or what some, it was always something this actual game being played for a cause. And I mean, you could see it. People were arguing with the refs. Yeah. There was actual motion. There was also actual- Kyle Lowry taking charges in a fucking exhibition. <laughs> Nick nurse. What were you doing? Kick Kyle Lowry off of the I, court. I actually like the Lowry charge. I'm a it's, fan. It's unbelievable. Can we talk about the, the halftime performance though? And some of the performers didn't watch it. Oh, I oh I watched. What was the halftime chance? It was chance. Yeah, yeah, I did watch it. Sorry. He had Little Wayne. Yeah. He had. Uh, who else did he have? Bilbo. Oh uh, yeah, Quavo. 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 I'm just gonna say, you know, Common Chicago, Shaka Khan Chicago, Queen Latifah Chicago. I'm just gonna say it. He was at the game with his wife. Y'all didn't have Kanye come in do a verse. Well, and not only that, but come on. Uh, well, obviously Kanye decided not to i have to imagine because chance did ultra light beam mm-hmm. that's what i'm which saying which is from a kanye album that's what i'm saying uh which was the only and i love chance the rapper i have a theory the though i love chance let me I just dis- say that i disagree with you on what i think because kanye and all his trump stuff and maga stuff i think the nba was trying to steer clear of him that's my take you think I'm wrong? Yeah, I think you're wrong. I mean, I, I just don't I just can't imagine that the that the NBA would have passed on that kind of star power. Because let me put it this way. You probably agree with me, right? I mean, this isn't even a question. When you think Chicago hip hop, dude, Kanye shits on somebody like Common. Yeah, well, for sure. But Chance 
I think is right up there with him now, especially considering that they have that they also have that relationship. Sure. Um, and Chance and and Kanye has left Chicago and gone. Chance is Mr. Chicago. Chance hip-hop. is the face of Chicago hip hop. Um, um, but. And by the way, that was the only portion, and I, and I say this again, I love Chance the Rapper. That was the only part of his whole performance that was good. I tweeted, and you also came in with a tweet about hip-hop. The beginning of his performance where he was just rap, barely rapping over a track was embarrassing. He Why can't even play do Hot that? Shower. Yeah. It's number one hit of his right now. Just stay clear of it. Hot just Shower do, is not if you a live song. If you can't do it, and by the way, this goes back to uh, my fucking, what was the girl, what's the Australian girl who used to date fucking Swaggy Peas? Iggy Azalea? Iggy Azalea that I got hammered for. When I when I saw her at the Super Bowl party, at least she fucking rapped. If you're rapping over a track to, so poorly, it's you're embarrassing yourself. Ultra Beam, his only good portion of his performance, he had to have asked Kanye to do it with him, and Kanye said no. That's the only explanation okay. I have. Okay. If if there is a conspiracy here that the okay. NBA if there is a conspiracy here that the NBA didn't want him, that would be Shocking to me. It's an Andy Ruther conspiracy. Since I just don't think they pass on that kind of star power. You wouldn't think. I'm over common. I'm just gonna say it. I've 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 never got the common. I've never been under common. I've never understood the common thing. You know, and and I tweeted a couple years ago. It was there was one day about two years ago. I found out him and John Legend were different people. So has Common ever laughed? I posed this question to Bilbo last night. He's the most even when he does the Microsoft commercials. He's the most serious dude. Chill out for a minute. Everything's not so serious. Common performed what pregame? Well, he did the intro for all the players, and he, and he made a like a freestyle rhyme rap with it, and. The NBA TNT crew wouldn't shut up how amazing it was. And I'm like, guys, was it? Was it really so amazing? The, the pa- I didn't see it. I'm sorry. The pageantry of these events, it definitely annoys me. It's not just the NBA. It's the Major League Baseball All-Star Game. It's all these games, the pageantry, just get to the goddamn game already. The NBA All-Star Game, did. it was scheduled to start at 5. It didn't start till 5.30. I actually was very excited about it because I got home precisely at 5.30. And as I was walking in, you know, it takes some time to get in and get your TV t- turned on, find the right channel. So I put on my uh, – I opened my app, opened the ESPN app, and was like, let's, let's just get the score while I'm getting set up here. And it hadn't started yet. I was like, wow. And I was excited because I got to watch the entire game. But, uh, yeah, it's ridiculous that it's a half hour after scheduled broadcast time. Yeah. But overall, good. I was I loved it. I thought it was fantastic. And, and it's great that, you know, that the NBA players seem to care about winning. And did they care, did they care about winning for the charity? I, I'd like to think so. Um when you watch it and you see these guys competing that hard and there's charity money online, it makes you feel good. Um, yeah, it was, the, it was, I, I agree with Bilbo. I'm going, I'm rubber stamping Bilbo's hot take best all-star game in decades. Okay. Okay. You know, I'm not going to, uh, debate that. I mean, I, like I said, I'm just, I don't really care as much for these games. To me, it's background noise. Like he was standing up. I was at my desk on my computer. Okay. You were looking over here a lot. I'm not saying I wasn't looking up. So, best all-star game in decades. 
worst national anthem possibly ever. Didn't see it. Nick, Shaka Khan song? Nick, yeah, Nick, Genghis Khan. Nick again, again. I mean, it wasn't. Your millennial wasn't showing. Carl Lewis. I'm it sure was, it wasn't Carl Lewis. It was Fergie esque. Dude, it doesn't even. Dude, nothing compares. If you guys don't know, nothing compares to Carl Lewis. Nothing compares to Roseanne's. Yeah. I mean, there have been far worse. We actually we did a whole segment. I I created a whole segment when I used to work on Lance Bass's radio show. Worst national anthems. Like hers wasn't that good. Have you heard it, Joe? No. It doesn't compare to like the top ten worst national, and that was coming off her heat from the Mass Singer. From the Mass Singer, just got revealed, Miss Monster. Do we got to go there again? I'm just saying, Mass Singer. I'm just saying, Shaka Khan coming off of the 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 hit TV show Mass Singer, and then having the opportunity to showcase herself at the All Star Game, dropping the ball, pun intended. Mm -hmm. But if anybody wants to see the worst ever, it's Carl Lewis. Yeah. I think we should play this national anthem. Have Joe react to it on air. The Shaka Khan? Let's do it. I'd love to hear it. So this is the Shaka Khan. Uh, Shaka Khan. Oh, say, can you see man? <laughs> Twilight's last gleaming Whose broad stripes and dry It's not horrible so far. Just wait. She's taking liberties for sure. People seem to be enjoying it so far. Streaming and the rockets ran The bombs bursting in air proof through the night. Does it get significantly worse, Nick? No. Or is this it? Okay, we can stop it then. So, so I think I think the issue is uh, I'm not sure Shaka Khan's ever heard the national anthem. She's really de she's definitely doing her own version. This is like when somebody covers like one of your favorite songs and you're like, why are you ruining this? It wasn't like it's not like she's singing poorly. Though. How much of that video was left? Because it, it felt like it the, felt it feels last, like it goes on forever. The, the last couple like, of like significant bars of the national anthem dragged on for it felt years i felt like the the thing was her it's not like she wasn't hitting the notes though she was just hitting her own weird fucking horrible notes okay let's take that again I, i'm just gonna play it let's compare you can definitely skip toward the end on this one by the way it's 55 seconds okay here's a clip of and this was actually literally just tweeted out yesterday by rex chapman to compare here is the Carl Lewis national anthem. I mean, get you got to get. I I think skip midway through just because it really takes off midway through. Plus, then we can listen to the ending. We get Charlie Steiner laughing his ass off, which is an all time. Classic. I, I don't know if he's gonna have that on this, but let me let me. It's fifty five seconds. Let me just play it. Yeah. Here we go. 
Oh, they cut it for me. Uh-oh. I'll make up for it now. For the land the of Derek Coleman. the free. That was Sarge National Anthem. Steiner. Written by Francis. <laughs> Written by Francis Scott off-key. Those were last night's lowlights. They were last night's highlights. Charlie Steiner, unbelievable. That's the most Charlie Steiner's ever laughed at anything. Yeah. Is that, is that the first sign of Charlie Steiner happiness ever? Yeah. That's incredible. Yeah. Is Shaka Khan just like, it's, it just seems like she's doing a horrible cover of the national anthem. It wasn't the worst in decades, though. To see, you be careful with your worst in, de- like, best all-star game in decades. I told you. He's he's hot take Nikki. No, no, you know? he and I had I had explained to him what this means. I said, You're Mr. Blanket Statement. He goes, What's that mean? You know, I, I think I figured out what it means. And for me, it's a fishing analogy. You know, you're gonna cast probably a thousand times, you know. You might only catch four fish. But you gotta cast, you gotta throw it out there. Joe, what the hell is he talking about? I don't know. I don't know. What the hell is he talking about? You you know what's the best in decades? My jacket. From Untuck It. Ooh, look at that thing. I, you know, we we get we got some gear from Untuck It, and I didn't spot that thing. That thing is sharp, Andy. It is right. Yeah, it looks comfortable, and it fits perfectly. You know what I love about Untuck It, Joe, is that the clothes actually fit. Unlike Bilbo over here, who dresses with way too baggy shorts, he's got a tuck in his shirt. They're called Untuck It because you don't have to tuck the shirts in. Yeah, it just fits naturally. I got a great. Dress shirt from Untuck It that I, I have worn and got complimented on as it was untucked. I also got a fantastic cardigan. Fits a, a slim-fitting cardigan, which is so important. Love it. Guys, don't just take our word. Try Untuck It for yourself. Visit UntuckIt.com and use promo code DIRTY for 20% off your first order. They even offer free shipping and returns in all orders in the United States. That's U-N-T-U-C-I-T dot com, promo code DIRTY for 20% off your first order. They have all types of clothing, obviously from leisure wear, like my jacket, to nice button-down shirts, pants. I got a great polo, like a rugby polo that I wore during the broadcast on Saturday. So once again, go to untuckit.com, promo code DIRTY to get 20% off. Okay, we really need to talk more Astros. And it's just never ending. I, I, I've never seen like a, a sports story that just keeps and I think growing. I, I think Nick is uh, you know, the poster child for probably a lot of people out there who are like kind of sick of hearing about it. He's like, oh, more Astros. But it really does keep going for on for multiple reasons and unfortunately the only thing that doesn't change is what should what you know what we're left saying about it but that doesn't mean that we 
should be ignoring the things that have happened. So since we last talked about it, Carlos Correa came out and embarrassed himself. Uh, Rob Manfred came out and embarrassed himself. And multiple major name stars in Major League Baseball have gone on the record. Some of them, including Mike Trout, guys who never say shit about anything. So it's really important if you're a baseball fan that we talk and we spread that that's happened. And, and not- the, the idea that Mike Trout and Chris Bryant are taking full on haymakers at the Astros and also, is important is an important story. And also Cody Bellinger. Yeah. And Cody Bellinger. And I mean, again, you know, like and then Manfred's comments, which I know you have, and and Carlos Correa's. Like, yes, this the story in essence hasn't really changed. Major League Baseball and Rob Manfred completely fucked up the punishment. Yeah. The Astros blatantly cheated and have admitted it. But what's what has changed is the way other people are reacting to it. When steroids happen, everybody was sort of covering each other's asses and being like, because everybody knew a guy that did it, or everybody knew that maybe they did it, or have something in their past that you know was was like that. This is the biggest stars in baseball pointing the finger at the Astros and being like, "This is fucked up," and pointing the finger at Rob Manfred saying they he duffed. The punishment. If you're a sports fan, this is why this is so important because I have never seen, we talk about making blanket statements. This isn't a blanket statement. In my 38 years living, I have never seen a sports controversy or a scandal where the entire league of players, of teams, is against one team. Like you're saying, Mike Trout, Chris Bryant, Cody Bellinger. These are bona fide Major League Baseball stars. Every single person you talk to is angry, is mad, is frustrated, and I've never seen anything like this. Like, the Patriots have had some cheating scandals. Guys, nothing compares to this. I Am I wrong in this assessment? Well, I think nothing compares in terms of, like, again, we don't know... A lot like the Patriots thing, and this is why you know you and I keep comparing Patriots fans and Astros fans, and this is also why. And I will say it, and I'll say it right up front. I'm a Bill Simmons fan. I've always said that on the show. Hilarious to me that that guy is fucking His tweets tw- tweeting about yeah. the fucking Astros. Patriots fans and Astros fans are Spider. the Spider Man meme. Yeah. But what we don't know that the 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 Patriots again, the, what what's so serious about what the Patriots did is that there's a significant amount of proof that they did it for the entirety of their 20-year run. They got caught filming almost 20 years ago. They got caught filming 20 days ago. Yeah. So that's the thing about Patriots. What is unprecedented with this Astros thing is the degree with which they were tweeting or uh, cheating, the degree with of how many players were involved, the like amount of factual evidence that we have against them. We have video of it. We have pictures of it. We have guys admitting to it. We have players from their own team saying it happened. We have players apologizing that happened and baseball saying it was a pl- 
Baseball and Rob Manfred saying this was a player-driven cheat, and we are not punishing any of the players. Well, let me play some of his clips, okay? So I pulled – he did a 45-minute interview with ESPN's Carl Ravitch, and we don't have to get to all of them, but I think it's important because I think a lot of people don't do a deep dive, right? I said, look, I host a sports show. I got to actually watch this as boring – as monotonous as this can be at times, I, I want to listen to this interview to kind of have a full grasp of exactly what he said. So I've pulled a few clips, running from 30 seconds to a minute, and I want to play some of these clips just so everybody listening to our show understands just the level of idiot. Is it idiocy? What's the word here? We I want mean, to, idiocy is a word. The idiocy of Rob Manfred. Is it, it's pretty mind-blowing. So the first thing is talking about why the players were not punished. This is what Manfred had to say about that. I have a feeling I, I really don't want to scream and get fired don't up scream. today. Don't scream. It's fine. Not, not scream, but like I can already feel a pulsing in my neck happening because I have a feeling I'm not going to watch a lot of baseball this year, and it makes me sad. Okay, so this is a 45-second clip of Manfred explaining why the players, like you said, who were kind of spearheading this whole thing were not punished. And by kind of, I mean entirely. We had disciplined the players. In all likelihood, we were going to have grievances and grievances that we were going to lose on the basis that we never properly informed them of the rules. So given those two things, number one, I knew where, or I, I, I'm certain where the responsibility should lay in the first instance. And um, given the fact that we didn't think we could make discipline stick with the players, we made the decision we made. Having said that, I understand the reaction. Yeah. I, I mean, the players, um, some of them in a more articulate way than others, have said, admitted they did the wrong thing. And I understand that people want to see them punished for that. And in a perfect world, they would have been punished. Can I say something real sure. quick? I do understand his first point, though, to a degree. I think the, our listeners have to understand this. The Major League Baseball union, the players' union, I should say, is the strongest, correct me if I'm wrong, of all the sports unions. They've, they've had a longer union than all the other leagues. So the union is strong. So what he's basically saying is they couldn't punish the players because the union would file these grievances. So let them do it. I agree with you. Good. Make them go through the fucking process. Good. Make them fucking... If if the punishment is that they get suspended or they get fined and they don't... It doesn't hold. Make Jose Altuve and Carlos Correa and all these guys and Beltran, whoever the fuck it was. I get that some of these guys are gone now. But make them have to show up if they're if if the suspensions don't hold, make them have to show up and go in front of Major League Baseball and answer it and fucking do it. Make it harder for them, and also like make them pay the fine. And if you have to give it back to them, give it back to them. And guess what? The other thing is, and I know this is part of the clip. Take the fucking title away. You're not a one-time World Series champion, Jose Altuve. You're a zero-time World Series champion. You didn't win the World Series. The Astros title has been taken away. Not that hard. Solved it. Well, I I can play that clip right now. 
I can jump ahead to that. This is, this is Rob Manfred responding. And, and for the record, I want to give some, some props to Carl Ravitch. I watched this entire interview. And, and I think a lot of times these reporters, they throw these snowball easy questions to Manfred. If you watch this, and again, it's available on ESPN's YouTube page. If you watch the full 45-minute interview, he wasn't doing that. Ravitch was, he was really testing him. And I, and I want to give him some credit and love for that because he didn't let him off easy. And you can see Manfred getting flustered, and he straight up asks him that, and we'll play that clip right now, on stripping the World Series titles. And this is what Manfred had to respond as far as doing that. It has never happened in baseball. Um, you know, and I, I am a believer um, in the idea that precedent matters um, and that when you deviate from it, you have to have a really good reason Job to do on. that, number one. Number two, um, I, I thought that the report um, gave people a really transparent account of what went on, um, that we put people in a position to make their own judgments about the behavior that went on. Um, that certainly has happened o over yeah. the last month. Um, and the idea of, you know, an asterisk or asking for a piece of metal back um, seems, you know, sort of a futile act. People are always know that there was something about the 2017 World Series uh, that was different, and they're going to know that because whether we made every decision right or wrong, um, we undertook a really thorough investigation and we had the intestinal fortitude to put out there the facts we found, even though they weren't very pretty. Yeah. You, he, he basically buries himself. He said, we put out everything. We wanted to be totally transparent. We wanted everybody to know what happened. Everybody knows what happened. Everybody except for Astros fans, believe they should not have the title. So pick a fucking lane. Everybody agrees. Take their fucking title away. And, and guess what? 25 years from now, he's 100% wrong. No one's going to remember I agree with you. when they go back to the record books that it was the 2017 Astros team. But you know what I do remember, Joe? I do remember Reggie Bush... Had his Heisman Trophy vacated. Yeah. There was no Heisman winner that year because they did vacate it. I do know USC had one of their two titles during that run vacated. Again, I do know that because it was vacated. So I 100% agree with you. This notion that 25, 30, 40, 50 years from now. You even said this. I gave you a, a uh, was that a Christmas present? For your, the, the Reds hat? Yeah, yeah, I, gave yeah. You, I gave you a red tie with all the titles, and you even said it's kind of embarrassing that they have the date of the Black Sox throwing the World Series title. The only reason, like, no one knows 1919 or whatever the fuck it was, yeah, 1919. except the fact that it's out there and you banned those guys for life. Yeah, exactly. So, and, and by the way, I agree with him. Precedent does matter. And... And this was an opportunity to say, never before in history 
have we taken a title away? But we're doing it but now. But we're doing it now. Exactly. We're setting a precedent that you cheat blatantly. You do not get the rewards. And also, what about the, you know, the, all these guys get bonuses. They get a playoff share. They get a World Series compensation for winning. That money should come back. Yeah. The thing that kind of troubles me a little bit is this is going to actually help the Astros in the next year. I think this has an effect on ratings, on now that MLB has has a villain. Of course. This is going to help. People are going to want to see the Astros. They're going to want to go to Astro games. I mean, we're already talking about possibly going to see them home opener for we are. the Angels. We are. I, I, I've decided. I've made an executive decision. Joe's on board. You're on board. We're going to the Anaheim Angels home opener, which is also the Astros' first road game, correct? I don't think—I think they play in uh, Oakland before that, okay. but, but it's still—it's their first—it's their first game here in California, and guess what? I— I know a lot of people want to talk about the Dodgers getting screwed that year and the the Yankees getting screwed that year. And I have said, and I mocked Dodgers fans on Twitter this weekend, it is so – you should have a red nose and giant shoes if you're complaining about your team getting screwed. Everybody got screwed. The California Angels finished 21 games behind the Astros and finished in second place that year. The California Angels got screwed. Everybody that got screwed. Players got screwed. Guys who came up, like, you know, uh, what's his name? Fucking Bryce Harper, another guy who, crazy that he's speaking out against this, came out today and said, what about the guy who comes up, faces the Astros, gets rocked for eight runs, and gets sent back down to the minors? You fucked with people's lives. Yeah. Well, it's it's like we always say with replay in NFL, you know, that's always been one of my big sticking points, is we can't get plays wrong because there's a butterfly effect, Right. Plays are called wrong. Coaches lose jobs. Players lose jobs. It's the exact same thing here. I'm so happy a lot of players are bringing this up. We're not talking about the stars, right? The Chris Bryants, the Cody Bellingers. We're talking about the middle reliever, like you're saying, who gets rocked. And I'm going to, we have said on this show before, and I'm going to say it again. I rooted for this Astros team. And I loved, I called Correa and Altuve the greatest middle infield of all time already. And I'm going to say this. I actually am embarrassed that the Astros weren't better knowing everybody's signs. It's actually amazing that they didn't set a record. They didn't win the most games ever. They played seven games in the World Series. I actually think it's sort of pathetic how, the, how many games the Astros won considering they knew everybody's signs. Yeah. Well, let me play this clip. I have a couple more clips, and maybe we'll just do this one. Uh, as far we as we have to talk about the, you know, the fact that I hope this is the next clip coming. The fact that Rob Manfred is now talking about other teams getting punished should they react to to the Astros not getting punished. Well, I, I didn't pull that. Okay, but but I but I do. Uh, I think this is the clip that I want to play. Is far, but we can talk about it. As far as the reaction of on players discipline this was because this i hope this is the right right one because we have a lot of clips that i pulled as far as the discipline but i think this might be it yeah i i understand i understand um people's desire to have the players pay a price for what went on here um i think if you watch the players 
um, watch their faces when they have to deal with this issue publicly. They have paid a price. To I just want to pause it there. So ridiculous. This is so hilarious. So the commissioner of Major League Baseball is saying, if you watch their faces, they've paid a price because now they're embarrassed to speak in front of reporters. It, it, it's insanity that that is... That, that that he did it multiple times in this interview, but the, it's insanity. Some of the sentences that he had the balls and the gall to even say, well, you know, I mean, he had to sit there in the courtroom at, with the girl he raped and she's crying. He's got to feel bad about it. He's I mean, look, he needs to go to jail, too. He had to sit there and hear her recount this tale of being assaulted isn't that enough? Isn't that he's got to do hard time too? He had to relive it himself. Is that is it really? Does he really also need actual punishment? Rob Manfred, I'm, 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 I'll save it for after we wrap up because I we are starting a campaign here. But I will I'll let you finish. I'm gonna let you finish. Well, the, I don't really have too much to add to that except that it, what you just said is a great analogy. It's the thought of saying the players have been publicly. Let me just finish this clip and then and then I'll finish it. I think that they're skipping down the road into spring training happy. Um, I, that, that's just a mischaracterization of where we are. Having said that, I, the, the desire to have actual discipline imposed on them, I understand it. And in a perfect world, it would have happened. What does that mean right there? I'm going to pause it right there. In a perfect world, it would have happened. Again, I think he, he's, his argument is that the Major League Baseball Players Union is too strong. We couldn't punish them. But like you said. But you can. Play it out, dude. Yeah. You can punish them. You absolutely can. Just punish them. Like, and, and, and here's the thing. There's already Manfred on record saying we are going to do everything we can to make sure that people don't seek their own retribution from the Astros, that people aren't getting drilled. And by the way, it is solely because of Manfred that guys are going to get drilled. If No one's getting drilled if he punishes them, but he's not. So now people feel like they weren't punished and now they're going to take it into their own hands. Yeah. This is when somebody gets away with murder and then Fucking somebody else murders that person. Well, well, this here's what this is. And and by the way, Major League Baseball has been doing this forever. It's it, it's this is this is the Chase Utley thing all over again. Well, Chase Utley not punished, and then the Mets punished for for trying to get revenge on Utley. So here's what's gonna happen. It's it, it, it's kind of the OJ thing. So OJ gets away with double murder allegedly and he gets caught in this scenario in Las Vegas at the hotel at the casino right he gets thrown away for a lot of years yeah a uh, uh, a the sentence was like based on some the number she came up with something based on his murder trial so so it's a makeup call right it's yeah. a makeup call OJ got away with it we got him this time in this situation, the Astros as an organization have gotten away with so much. So now the makeup call falls 
to the teams. And by that I mean teams will take it into their own hands. This is already being talked about. And they will be beam. They will be beaning players. Yeah. And Rob Manfred is on record saying we're gonna not allow that to happen. We're gonna punish other players because we didn't punish the Astros players. So fucking stupid. Which is why, and I'm open to hearing suggestions on the hashtag for our campaign. I am out on the Fire Manfred campaign. I'm out on it. Because Rob Manfred is, Bud Selig, is every other shithead commissioner that we've had in baseball. I'm out on Fire Manfred, and I'm in on whatever hashtag we come up with for no more commissioner. The commissioner's office has embarrassed themselves for decades. There should be no commissioner of baseball. If you can't figure out how to have a commissioner that isn't a complete and total shithead every time, then there's not allowed to be a commissioner. No more commissioners. Fuck Fire Manfred. Fire everybody. There has to be a board. There has to be a judiciary committee. There has to be... 12 people, 10 people, 5 people. There has to be a player's representative and an owner. But get rid of the commissioner because every commissioner in the history of modern baseball has been a fucking complete and total shithead. It is unbelievable that every like basketball's commissioner, Adam Silver's not great, but the basketball commissionership has fucking been fine. And baseball, every guy they hire, because it's a baton, a baton passing from shithead to shithead, is ridiculous. This is what Rob Manfred is. By not issuing or even attempting to issue discipline to the players, this is what he is. And everyone wants to talk about cheating. Okay, put yourself in this situation. You walk home. Your wife's banging somebody else. You're getting cucked. What do you do? Do you A, go full Bradley Cooper in Silver Linings Playbook and you beat the shit out of the dude and end up in a mental hospital? Do you B, watch? Do you C, walk out of the room and do nothing? Because C seems like what Rob Manfred did. He walked out of the room. He did nothing. He's a giant cuck. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah. like Rob Manfred watched the Houston Astros bang his wife. Yeah, his wife was the garbage can. Yeah, and they repeat they banged her multiple times. Yes. every game. Yes, you can hear if you if you watch Astros games, you can hear Rob Manfred's wife getting fucked down the clubhouse steps. Yeah, it it. And I honestly, based on everything I know about Rob Manfred, I'm not sure that his wife isn't a garbage can. And Rob Manfred. I'm not sure that he's not married to a 200-gallon plastic tub. And Rob Manfred would say, well, I'm sticking with my wife. I'm not filing a divorce because she was publicly shamed and it was in the newspapers that she cheated on me. He's even saying, I think everybody knowing... That this guy banged my wife, which I think we can all agree is not right. I think that's enough punishment yeah. for him. I think that's enough punishment. What other punishment do we need? Everybody knows that this guy's a scumbag. Yeah. He's still banging your wife. He's an adulterer. My wife's an adulterer. 
She's got the scarlet letter of shame in front but of everybody. But also, we're not making a real scarlet letter because there's been precedent that we don't yeah. put letters on people. Rob Manfred has gone full cock. Uh, look, this has gotten to the point, and if you listen, and I hope we will play, Chris Bryant, Cody Bellinger, most importantly, in my opinion, Mike Trout. The, this is not steroids. This is not anything that's ever happened. The biggest names in baseball are going on the record and saying the commissioner is a hundred percent wrong. These guys should have been punished. Well, yeah, I can play some of those. So I have a couple clips that I pulled. Do you mind? Can I say that like, because we, I think we've done a lot on this show. uh, I think everybody's heard the Correa shitty response to, fucking Altuve has a tattoo and Cody Bellinger and all that. You can play Cody Bellinger. I think everybody's seen this back and forth. I I insist that we play Mike Trout. Okay. I'll find the Mike Trout one. Uh, so this is what Cody Bellinger had to say Friday of, as far as the whole situation with the Astros. I thought the apologies were whatever. Uh, I thought Jim Cranes was weak. Um... I thought Manfred's punishment was weak, giving him immunity. Um, I mean, these guys were cheating for three years. Um, you know, I think what people don't realize is Altuve stole an MVP from Judge in 17. Um, everyone knows they stole the ring from us. I know personally I lost respect for those guys. Um, I think I would say everyone in the show in the big leagues, lost respect for those guys. I don't know what human hits a walk-off home run against Raldis Chapman to send your team to the World Series. And one has the thought to say, don't rip my jersey off, but two, go in the tunnel, change your shirt, and then come out and do your interview. Like that, that makes no sense to me. It makes zero sense to me, because I know me. Gary Sanders said yesterday, you can rip my shirt off. My pants off. I set my team the World Series off for all this Chapman in the ninth inning at home. You can do, you know, I'm going crazy. About the and and Chris Bryant seconded his uh, his thoughts on like w- when these guys are going out of the way to say yes, I, I still believe they're cheating even more. Let, let, that was proven. Let me just play, and then we'll get to trout. Let me just play what, because i got to find the trout one. Can you help me look that up, Nick, and maybe text that to me? Just whatever trout said today, uh, I'm trying to find the video. While I do that, I'll just play. This is what Chris Bryant had to say. Again, it does. It emulates the same sort of sentiment. He's basically, say, they ask about buzzers, and he says, yeah. Why is this not... Uh Huh, it's not playing. Hold on a second. One second here. Hmm. For some reason, the Chris Bryant one is not playing. I don't know why. Uh, but it, it's it's all the same thing. You you have major players, you know, big league stars. Chris Bryant, when they asked, they basically say, what do you think about buzzers? He's like, they probably were using it. That's that's the issue here is that you still have guys, you have the biggest names in the game saying, I don't feel like the the Major League Baseball 
was open about what was happening. Yeah. That's not the one. Trout, there's one of Trout. Oh, there it is, right there. That's it. That's it right it's there. It's an 11-second clip, dude. Okay. I, I mean, I just, I feel like Nick has it. I mean, this is a quote. We're, we're trying to play the audio. It's fine. I'll tell you what Mike Trout said. Mike Trout said, basically, the punishment was bullshit, that they should have been punished, that the players should be punished. And then he goes on to say, rightfully so. And Okay, again, okay here it is. I, th I think this is it. Let me see. I don't know why my, my audio is not playing right now. Let me try this. You know, it's tough. You know, they, they cheated. And, uh, you know, just I don't agree with the, the punishments. You know, the player's not uh, you know, getting anything. You know, there was a player-driven, uh, you know, thing. Uh, you know, it's, it sucks, too, because, you know, like you said, a guy's career has been affected. Uh, a lot of people, you know, lost jobs. It's, it's uh, It was tough. You know, it would be me going up to the plate knowing what's coming would be uh, pretty fun up there <laughs> so um, you know it's just like I said it's, a lot of guys lost respect for for some of the guys and you know it's, it seems like every day something new comes out so how do you feel about those guys um you know I, I got close relationships with all them guys and uh, you know it's tough seeing stuff when it comes out you know a lot of guys reached out to me and um, just it's tough like I said it's 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 not good for baseball and he says that he has close relationships with guys in the Astros that that those guys some of those guys reached out to him who knows if they were apologizing who knows what they were saying after the fact after that fact he still goes on record and says they should have been punished and again this is Trout essentially doing the Barry Bonds steroids thing Barry Bonds watched guys like Sammy Sosa hit 60 home runs and he said to himself I will hit 100 if I take steroids, and then he would have if he didn't get fucking walked 250 times in a year. Mike Trout saying, and, and, I, and I go back, and again, this is a guy who I have a hella viral tweet talking about the size of what Jose Altuve's dick must be like for him to be as good as he is at baseball at his size. I have called them the greatest middle infield of all time already. This is a guy who was a fan of them. Mike Trout going on record saying, it would be pretty fun if I knew what was coming. Mike Trout would hit 100 home runs if he knew when fastballs were coming. Yeah. And it is a fucking embarrassment, and I'll say it again. The Astros should be embarrassed at how many games they won knowing what was coming. They should be embarrassed at a team ever. The two teams back-to-back -to -back took them to seven games that they didn't win all three World Series. Again, to bring it back to my lifetime, as far as controversies. In the past, you'd always see players say no comment. They don't want to comment on another yeah. team. It's not my team. I don't care what that team's doing. Let's talk about our team. But players aren't doing that. It's, Stars it, it, yeah. aren't doing that. They, they, they want to comment. They want to share. They want to say they weren't punished enough. They're, they're not saying this is a black mark on baseball. Hopefully we can move on. We're looking forward to a great season. And they're all the directly going at Rob Manfred. Yeah. Get rid of the commissioner. The commissioner's office has been embarrassing itself for as long as I've been alive. Let Remove the commissioner. No more baseball commissioners. What's up, Andy? You pointing at me? Did you have something to say? Um, no, I didn't have anything to say. I was going to happen to the... 
Um, just to transition, I was going to hop into the YouTube comments. Yes. If we can... we're, we're not done with this. Okay, you guys keep yeah, going. Yeah, because I, I, I got calls about this okay. that I want to play. Well, let's uh, let's hear from the comment okay. section. This let's is all part the, of this. Let's go to I'm assuming this the is... calls about this, and then we can hit the YouTube comments after. So this is uh, a call as far as maybe some things that they should have done. Uh, let's let, let, let's see what the Dirtballs have to say. What's up, Joe and Andy? It's um, your retired dirt retired stripper dirt ball Bryson here and uh, I'm calling because as a great and big baseball fan I am this Houston stuff I know y'all touched on it briefly it's just bothering me day in and day out to the point where I don't want to watch either Joe I heard you Thursday talk about that and now I hear Dusty Baker say he hopes the league puts a stop to the premeditated decisions that other pitchers have made as far as like saying they're going to hit the Astros this year Every fucking player deserves this year old when they step up to the plate this year. The league better do nothing about it. If I see a pitcher get thrown out for throwing at an Astro this year, first pitch of a game, or at any point in the game, we're going to be livid. Because what they're saying is, I would rather you cheat and have a fucking camera in center field and admit to it and us just not punish you than to throw at you or we're going to kick you out of the game. These guys have not been punished in my decision. You can't take away a World Series because it's just kind of like either way they want it, whether you take the ring from them, I get that, but they still want it. I say you ban them from the postseason. Pull the old college football rule. If you cheat or anything like that, you can't go to the postseason. You can't go to a ball game. You can't go to the championship. Can't go, so do the same thing. Don't let them go to the World Series. Don't even let them go to the playoffs, no matter how good they play this year. And they will also lose revenue because what kind of fucking fan is going to go watch your team if you can't even go to the postseason? Okay, I'm going to cut it off there. He, he keeps going on, but it's an interesting take. Going the old college route, saying, okay, you guys got the World Series. You can't play in any postseason this year. My problem with punishing the current Houston Astros, not all these guys were on the team. True. Good point. Punish the players in the form of fines, in the form of suspensions that were that are a part of the cheating team, uh, 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 the, the team that won. And, and and any other years that they were cheated. Rob Manfred says, we have this investigation. We have put it all out there. Well, if you know which guys were doing it, those guys should be punished in the form of fines, in this form of being suspended from games. And guess what? No one's asking for the rings back. I want you to keep your ring. I want you to have a ring that the owner of the Astros had to pay for out of his pocket. You have a diamond ring. That stands for nothing because we took oh, – if you go to the record book, if you Google 2017 World Series winner, it says that title was vacated by the Houston Astros for a blatant sign-stealing cheating scandal. Great. Keep your fucking rings. You have jewelry to remind you every day that you're a fucking cheater. You think they're going to wear them a lot? I mean, I know Tom Brady loves to go like – We've all seen the memes, Spygate, fucking Deflategate. We've all seen it. You want to be that? You want to be a Tom Brady level dickhead, where you fucking are flashing your cheating rings all the time? Good, go for it. But I want it removed from the record book, which we all know is not going to happen. And Rob Manfred has moved on from it. And Rob Manfred will. But I love that the players are fucking calling him out for it. I do too. And I got one more call about this situation. I- and by the way, whoever pitches game one. Pitch one. I mean, there should be a GoFundMe to cover his fine right now. If the guy, like, 
I know every baseball player handles everything different, but God, lot riding on pitch one of the Astros season. Got to, got to throw at him. Got to. At Noah Syndergaard, it miss him. Show the. It's the thought that counts. Have fun, Astros. You got eighty-one road games to deal with fans. Forget, you got. I would do it on. I would do it at home. I do it their fucking opening first pitch of their. At home? Who cares? No, I'm saying as far as what the players are going to face oh, yeah. on the road, have fun dealing with the fans. I've never seen a team that's going to be universally hated as much as what the Astros are about to encounter. And speaking of that, this is a great call as far as how we should handle going to Astros games. Hey, fellas. Daniel from Washington here, and I had a question about going to baseball games for the next season. Um I'm a Mariners fan, and there's plenty of opportunities to see the Mariners play the Astros at T-Mobile Park next year. And I'm just wondering, what are the appropriate things I should yell at the Astros players? Obviously, I'm going to attack their character, who they are as individuals. But I was wondering if there is a line, or if there isn't one, if everything is really free game up at this point. Also, if there are players that we shouldn't yell at, Maybe like relief pitchers or st- some starting pitchers. I still plan on yelling at Justin Verlander because fuck him. Well, thanks for listening. You guys have a great day. Condoms are for everybody involved in the Astros organization. Stay dirty. I think it's a great question. What What is the line that we're saying to uh, chant or whatever at the Astros? I mean, I mean, I think you saw my. I think you saw how I handled this with Amar, uh, Adam Hamari at the Texas Rangers game. Just everything that you can think of. The 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 variety is the spice of life. Chant everything. Yell everything. Long. The line I would say to me is you you have to respect that there are other people there. Don't swear. Yeah. That, that's the line. Don't swear because there's kids around. Don't swear because there's whatever. But – I mean, how many things did I say to Adam Homari? But I wasn't cursing at him. You suck. You suck. You know, Adam Homari. Like, all the things. Chant all the things. Booing, obviously, is huge. Cheating, cheaters, the whole thing. Whatever. Get creative. Make signs, whatever. But I say don't swear because I think you still have to respect people around you. How about this, by the way? How about this for a conspiracy theory? Did Rob Manfred know this was coming and the Nets are all a part of protecting these players from getting things thrown at them? Ooh. Well, where where, where did the— uh, Well, you want to hear something if you watch the full interview? Manfred admits during this interview— Where did, they, but where did the, the, the signature injury happen? Well, he, it happened in Houston, but he also admits in the interview— they did start hearing about this, you know, in 2018. Like they, they've known for a couple years the the rumblings. I think the Nets have gone up. I think the Nets conspiracy theory: the Nets are to stop people from throwing things at the Astros, but they had to make it league wide to to make it seem like it's not that. Because the foul ball thing is ridiculous. I don't. I think we. Yeah. Andy had a good line last night of uh, something you could say to Astros. And I was already T-shirts of this. But, Andy, do you want to take the glory here and well, tell him? No, it's not even because everybody's used it. I, I Of course. They're just Houston Trastros. 
It's a, it's a, it's a mouthful. It's a, it's a lot to say. Yeah. <laughs> Just trash rows? Yeah. Trash rows? Rerows? By the way, uh, I, I, saw, I think you saw this in my reply to your dirty sports tweet, but you know the only reason you ever get injury-worthy foul balls is when a guy yanks an off-speed pitch because he thinks he, he pulls an off-speed pitch because he thinks a fastball is coming or is super late on a fastball because he thinks an off-speed pitch is coming. I've got a way to solve this whole thing. We're going to solve two problems at once. Rob Manfred, make all the teams know what's coming and take down the nets because you'll never be ahead on an off-speed pitch that you don't know is coming. You'll never be late on a fastball is coming. We're protecting all the cheddar dicks on their cell phones. We're protecting all the parents holding their children up like the Lion King in the first row of a baseball stadium, sacrificing them to the foul balls. We never have to worry about hard foul balls down either baseline ever again because no player will ever be fooled. So we've solved the sign-stealing issue, and we've solved the, the people getting hit by foul balls issue all at once. Tell everybody what's coming. Do you think players on the Astros will continually get beaned all season? Because I feel like it'll stop it. I feel like it'll stop, but I, I feel like there are, on every team, every team's got a guy wild card? who just doesn't fucking give a shit. The wild card. Yeah. and The Ricky Vaughn. Yeah, and I think that those guys are still going to take things into their own hands and and honestly this is why rob manfred is such a cuck asshole total cuck is because you might get one or two of those to start the year to uh, to say hey just fyi we played them first we're we're gonna take care of business for everybody if they had been punished this would happen far less Rob Manfred exactly. is serving their heads up on a platter the, by not punishing them. I, that's a great point that I wanted to make earlier. You're exactly right. He's actually hurting the player's safety. And yeah. Jay Will has a great comment here in the YouTube. He says, maybe Manfred knows that teams are going to start beaming these players, and he won't do anything about that either. No, he will do something about that. He will. And, 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 that, and the, again, there's a precedent for that. The... The retaliation has always in Major League Baseball in, in, the, in the modern era been punished far worse than the original crime. Chase Utley was not punished for going out of the way and breaking. He wasn't even called out on the play. Noah Syndergaard was thrown out of it because it was said prior to that game, if he hits him, he's gone. They knew that going in. And then, obviously, Adam Homari, cock bitch that he is, threw him out without him even getting hit. But, but I, don't, I don't like that analogy. That, that's, that's, that's one play. We're, we're talking about— No, but, but it's, it's the exact same thing because what the commissioner's office did— forget the play. What the commissioner's office did is they said— they called up umpires, and they said, in this game, throw out anybody that hits Chase Utley. Why would you do that? The reason, and, and everybody's seen the viral clip of Terry Collins. What does Terry Collins say in that viral clip? Major League Baseball did nothing to this guy. I know, Terry. I know. That's not my thing. You know how I feel about this. We've all seen that clip. He literally says Major League Baseball did nothing to the guy. That's why they threw at him. 
and then they got punished for it. It is the exact same thing. Major League Baseball did nothing to these guys. That's why they're going to get thrown at. And Major League Baseball is handing it the same way. They're already saying, we will punish you if you do that. It's the worst. Get rid of the commissioner's office. It's how like this is how many times does some something have to fail before we get rid of it? Remember the airplane that is now like they've they've grounded all the whatever seven seventy seven whatever the fuck they are because yeah. they are all crashing. That's the commissioner's office. No more commissioners. I think it's a seven thirty seven or seven forty seven. I mean, look. I don't know what else we can say. We did a deep dive into this. It's a disaster. Support your local team if you're going to go to games when they play the Astros. Boo the hell out of the Astros. Let them hear it. Get creative. Make, make signs. But, you know. Be civil. But, yeah. But just just keep your language intact. Just don't swear. Yeah. Because, as we all know, Major League Baseball, if there's one thing they care about, it's the kids. So... Nick, did you have anything from YouTube? Oh, who would win in a fight, Bobby Knight or Coach O? That's that's what we're going to to end the show. Going to end the show. I yeah, mean, this is a great question. There's I a thought lot of discussion you had, on I, it here I in the you, comments. I thought you had uh, I thought you had Astros comments. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, me too. Yeah, we 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 do have a few, but I thought we were kind of towards the tail end there, wrapping that okay. thing up. So I thought it would be a transitional segment. We can go to an Astros question if you want. Coach Joe would whoop his ass, by the way. Yeah. Did but you, here's did, the thing. Does Bobby Knight have a chair? Does he have do, weapons do, he's do, using? I don't care if Bobby Knight does have a did chair. Did you see Bobby Knight? They brought him out in the court. He could barely walk yeah. last week. Bobby, This is Bobby Knight's farewell tour. Yeah. Bobby Knight's on his last legs. His last chair legs. Bobby Knight is God is doing to Bobby Knight what Bobby Knight did to that one player of his. He's slowly taking the air out of him. The guy headbutted? No, remember when he choked his own player? Was that Neil? Uh... I don't know. That's what I'm saying. That's why I think Bobby Knight might have like Bobby a Knight little has bit zero... of a competitive Coach O's edge. a gigantic man. And he's in shape. Coach yeah. O's in shape. He's a gigantic man. From Who? The... I, I, I love the names of people that think Bobby Knight's winning that fight. That's, that's a reckless, to go back. It's a yeah. reckless um, decision. Uh, yeah. In the meantime, um, James Mitchell wants a comparison of how Silver reacted to China the way Manfred is uh, reacting to this Astros thing. It's so, it's so, whole, it's so completely wholly, different. Wholly different. Completely because, different. Because the, the China thing is, first of all, nothing happened to change the game of basketball. Yeah. yeah. And, and also, that's just sucking the dick of you know the corporate you know, the, the money people. Yeah. And, and it has no effect whatsoever on the competitive nature. This altered of the game. Exactly. This altered the outcomes. This altered people's livelihoods. China didn't do any of that. Not so, At least not in terms of the basketball. Yeah, it's apples to oranges. Yeah. It's apples to fucking Man, Chin, Chinese oranges. <laughs> it's like... It, orange it's chicken. Apple, yeah, it's exactly. It's, it's apples. Not, it's not even... They're not even the same. They're not even fruits. It's apples to orange chicken. All right. If you have a comment, you should leave it on YouTube because you should be subscribed. And uh, call us on the hotline. It's always Do we not? You, you have like a you have a bunch of calls laid out eh, here. Let's you know I'm, I'm going to wrap up today's show. I'm, I'm in that. I feel like mood. we started. Is this is this been an hour and a half show? Yeah. Let's, okay. let's wrap it up. The hotline is three one. I want a dirtball call. Jesus. I want a dirtball dirt call. calls. I want a dirtball call. Dirt ball. I, first of all, we don't have to play for Chicago's over overrated sports city. Yes, but let's play one of the other ones. I'm assuming that's in response to the horrific 
question that New York is a Ben Harper saying Bob Knight six five. He'll take him in his prime over Coach O. We're not hypotheticals. All right, I'll play. I'll play one call. Our, our buddy CT, shout out to CT. Fellas, CT here in Seattle. So down season, so I'd ask a different type of question. Who would win in a fight? John Wick, Ethan Hunt from Mission Impossible, Jason Bourne, or Liam Neeson from The Taken series. I'm going with John Wick. He's a man of focus. He's an unstoppable force. I once saw him kill a man with a fucking pencil. Who the fuck does that? Peace out. So, so it's I see uh, a theme of, of fights. Yeah, uh, you're gonna kill me when you when you hear this. You've never seen any John Wicks. Never seen any John Wicks. I've never seen any Takens. Never seen any Takens. I don't need to see any. Takens. I've seen only the first Mission Impossible. Yeah. And what was the other one? Was it those three? Uh, and then there's a Born Identity. Born Jason Born. I've seen a couple Borns. I like th- you know the thing about. The the fight the the movie fight guy is is always like you could be the you could be the most well trained martial artist whatever like what happens in movies is some little guy who's like got the best training ever beats up the big bouncer dude it's like in real life that just there's it's it's why there's weight classes it's why the best featherweight of all time is not the heavyweight champion of the world yeah so. I know Tom Cruise is a miniature person. Yeah. He's out. Done. I know uh, both Bournes are miniature people. They're out. Liam, how big is Liam Neeson? He's also British. He's out. I'm going John Wick. Keanu Reeves has got to be six feet tall, right? Liam Neeson, six foot four. He's a tower. I'm taking him. Okay, hold on. How how tall is Keanu? But are we taking the character? This is is confusing. Are we taking the characters or the, the actors? Yeah, the characters, but... I'm there's there's got to be some real life thing. Okay, they're all some mythical fighter. Keanu Reeves six one. They're all some mythical fighting person. Yeah. Right. So you're 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 counting on they all have this crazy training. You know, like whatever. Born is, um, Neeson six four, dead wife. He has daughter motivation taken. exactly. The daughter is taken once he gets that phone call that his daughter has been kidnapped across the country he only has one thing on his mind and nothing's gonna get in his way i mean the wick puppy is pretty it's pretty heavy too i mean you you know they kill your puppy and you know his wife died and then they killed his puppy but six th- six four over six one i mean no no way damon uh the other guy who played fucking born uh, what's his name? Matt or who's John? The, who's the other no. guy who played fucking Jason Bourne? You know who I'm talking about from uh, Hurt Locker? Yeah, there's no way he's fucking six feet tall, and uh, and Tom Cruise is like Bilbo size. Yeah, yeah. Uh yeah. I guess I got to go Neeson. Although the British thing really, really throws me. It's almost a three inch thing. The British people can be savages though. Keanu is a lefty too. Southpaw. That's going to help. I'm going either Wick or, or Taken. The other ones, get the fuck out of here. 
Neeson, 67, looking good for his age. Yeah, age too is a factor. I might take I might take a young kid. Keanu's also a vampire. He's never aged once. Yeah. I'm, I'm going Wick. Okay. I'm going Wick. You want one call about a Valentine, a post-Valentine's yeah, Day call? Yeah, let's do it. All right, we'll, we'll wrap the show with See? this. See, what is this? Why, 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 I got sudden? shit to do. We, we gave the Dirtballs 90 oh, God, plus minutes. you and fucking Bilbo. How many times can you go shopping in one week? <laughs> you just went to Trader Joe's last night. Where are you guys going today? Going to fucking Whole Foods? Where are we going? Dude, Take gotta, a day off. I got to write thank you cards. I got to do laundry. See, we got a big day ahead. I get a haircut. What's up, fam? It's Brad from Memphis. I have Stay Dirty tattooed on my ass cheek. On the last... You hear that? Yeah. He's got Stay Dirty... Wait, I know this. You, you don't know Brad? Bard? Come on. Oh, that's Bard? Yeah. He's in Memphis now? Yeah. Okay. Didn't know. Last episode, you said call in about anything. So I've got a quick question for you. Ruth, or I'll do my best to keep it under a minute. Uh, my fiance and I both work a ton. I am currently in the doghouse with her. So about two weeks ago, she said, don't worry about Valentine's Day. I'm going to plan something. It's a trap. And... That's what I said. I said, okay, cool, just let me know. And about, I don't know, five days before we were celebrating, she said the plan fell through. But she said we would figure something out. I said, okay, sounds good. And I didn't plan anything since I assumed she had the original plan. She was going to figure out something for us to do. Now I'm in the doghouse. Am I the asshole in this situation for not planning something? I know... I probably should have planned something because men always get blamed for shit on Valentine's Day. But I wanted to know what you guys think. Condoms are for the Packers. Stay dirty, boys. It's a great, uh, it's a great transition. So you wanted to be done, and now we can be done. This is a great transition into my plug once again for Valentine's Day is for Suckers, the compilation album that I'm on. Uh, two tracks available all places that music is streaming. And it couldn't be a more perfect title. You, it is for suckers because Valentine's Day is just a situation where you're always going to get fucking burned. Her saying she was going to take care of it, what a trap. You're an idiot for not planning something the second she said that because oh, yeah. I know that was going to fall oh, yeah. through. Valentine's Day is a nightmare holiday. Well, look, it, I'll take one from my buddy the mayor. He always says this, and he's right, when it comes to Valentine's Day. You might look base. You might look... Not original, but just get your woman flowers. And his argument, and I agree with him, is always that you think everybody does it, but if you don't at least get your woman flowers, you look like a douchebag. You just do. Get her candy, get her flowers, get her whatever. So it's kind of in the same wheelhouse. You got to have something planned. And every time, it's not even just Valentine's Day. Nine times out of ten, at least in my experience, when a woman says, don't worry about it. Yeah. Well, Lachlan oh, uh, that's right. has, has a fantastic joke. Uh, he says, when uh, a woman says, don't worry about it, what she really means is worry about it more than you've ever worried about anything in your life. <laughs> and he's right. And that's a great joke because it's true. I've learned that. Just plan, man. And there's nothing a woman loves more than a guy who plans shit out, especially on a holiday. Even if it's something simple. That's my one piece of advice, man. 
And there's no bigger sign of her telling you to figure something out than we'll figure something out. That's yeah. her saying, I'm done trying to plan something. This is up to you now. If I ever use the term, we'll figure something out, that's me saying, hey, this is up to you. Yeah. She, uh, it, basically, it's 100% her fault, but it's your fault for not knowing she was going to 100% drop the ball. Yeah. And and Valentine's Day, it's, it's simple. Like, just do, you know... Flowers, candy, whatever. Just do something. You know, if you just do one thing, get creative, do something different. Like I, I just said, I, I got my girlfriend a, a bracelet, a very simple, but it's like a rope bracelet with like a little tag on. It's just got the longitude, latitude of the location we met. Oh, it's so sweet. Scientific. Yeah. I mean, Nick and I even planned out Valentine's Day. We went to CVS. We got a bunch of candy. We went to Taco Bell, got $23 for the Taco Bell, and then we watched the AVN Awards. Just great, saying. Great night. Great night. E- even, even we planned it out. So if you need any help in life, call the hotline. 310-359-8365. Follow us on all social media at The Dirty Sports. Subscribe on YouTube. Follow me at Andy Ruther. Blah, 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 blah. Joe. Uh, before I give my plugs, Andy, I have one question for you. Because we're a sports show and we talked about it so in depth last week. Anybody watch any XFL this weekend? It was background noise. We watched less. Do you know the records of any XFL team? No. Oh, DC Defenders, 2-0. Did the uh, LA team win yesterday? No clue. (laughs) XFL. I'm going under two and a half years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good. Fuck, Fuck Vince McMahon. Uh, JoePrano.com for my shows. I'll be in Colorado this week. Um, so go to Joe Prano, uh, Aspen, Boulder, Denver, followed by Birmingham, Alabama in uh, mid-March, followed by Fantasy Springs Resort and Casino in Palm Springs in the Indio area uh, after that. So that's February. That's the rest of February and March. And uh, follow me at Fix Your Life on Twitter, at Joe Prano on Instagram where it's basically like following you know my website because I post most of my dates on Instagram. So follow me there. And we're getting Twitch, aren't we, Nick? We're getting Twitch. Yeah, just downloaded OBS. So we'll be. I'm learning the ins and outs of some Twitch live streaming, getting the gear all set up. So be on the lookout for Dirty Sports Gaming here in the next couple of weeks. Ooh, that's right, guys. Love it. All right. That's the show. Thanks for sticking around, everybody. Thanks for everybody in YouTube for leaving the comments. Remember to get those cheers ready to root against the Astros. I am excited about that. Have a great week, Dirtballs. Don't be stupid. And most importantly, stay dirty.